Obedience is such a fundamental habit of the contemporary American mind that any kind of disobedience is regarded as a form of insanity. Edward Abbey, 1956. Today's opening salvo was penned in 1956, a time when most Americans were mentally filibustered from challenging those truths uttered by the government. We were still savoring victory in World War II, ignoring the stalemate in Korea, and had little awareness of the hell that would become Vietnam. The typical American was still enamored with shiny politicians believing our leaders would never lie to we the people and had the best intent for the citizenry they were elected to represent. People backed the McCarthy witch hunt believing the sacrifice in constitutional rights and acceptable laws to prevent cancerous communism from threatening the American way of life. The mindset was, get behind the flag or get the hell out. A sentiment resurging in the mob boss T. Rump wannabe dictatorship crowd where patriotism is judged by flag ass kissing ignoring the constitution it represents, except for the Second Amendment. Little dick people need to fondle big dick guns to feel tough. Perhaps, they should have all been Catholic priests. It is probably fortuitous I was not coming of age in that era. I did come about in 1961 and, to ask my parents, I was born obedience challenged thus primed for the coming societal upheaval. True to their insight, I've spent my entire life challenging authority, if not outright then by viewing all their actions through a lens of mistrust. It has been the story of my life, including those times I was the authority figure. I constantly second-guessed my intentions. I challenged the authority of the church to dictate how to spend Sundays, I challenged the authority of the government to send young men to their death in the Vietnam atrocity, my belief the US government acted immorally validated decades later by FOIA revelations. Mostly, I challenged the authority of my parents who were in lockstep with the reverence for authority pandemic of the times. They received the brunt of my anti-obedience proclivities. Other than godlike love, I am not sure how they didn't just dunk my head in a toilet and drown me. Instead they applied discipline, forgiveness, and the freedom to be me, myself, and I in varying measures as the situation dictated. In the process, I learned to temper by contrariness, to ignore matters of style, to fight over matters of substance. You want rainbow hair? piercings everywhere, pants so low the crack of your ass shows, go for it. During the 80s I committed the fashion crime of sporting a mullet and was known to apply makeup to one of my eyes, but only on the most special occasions. Both those superficialities allowed me to live my rebel, rebel substance without hurting anyone. Win-win. The rebel has finally gained enough experience to pick and chose battles judiciously. I lost my job at Siemens partly because I fought management over the injustice of a broken promise affecting my team's financial compensation negatively. And looking back, knowing the outcome, I would fight the same battle for it was one of substance. May 28, 2021